The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We are three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Today, we're doing the gumball rally. So that's your transition, Chris, is today the gumball. I like it. It it, it worked. Um, it did work. By the way, this this may this may be surprising to some people to hear that we're doing the Gumball Rally episode. I mean, obviously, we mentioned that we were going to be doing that this week on the podcast, but this is a season three uh, um, uh, feature, right? This was season three, episode seven, I believe. We skipped past it uh, when we were doing season three. Yeah, because- thanks for just taking my whole fucking intro. I appreciate that, Mikey, because that's what I was trying to get to. That's my fucking job. You never do that. You never do that. I had it all written down on my phone. See, look. Okay. Like, read read it for us word for word. Let's 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 hear what you got. Well, it's kind of interesting because we skip past this. It might be a little shocking to some of you that this is actually an episode. For You're not reading three. right now. You're not reading. No, he's, got right now. Oh, he's got it memorized. Because I got it. I prep. Yeah. I spend an okay. hour looking in the mirror, yeah. getting ready for this shit. But anyway, okay. yeah. for the from listener, the person, from the person who earlier today <laughs> looked at me and said, I just don't know if I have time to watch the show and, and record today. I, I just physically don't <laughs> think there's enough time. No, there wasn't Nobody, because he, I had to watch Canada play in the world cup and then i yeah, had to get home lose. but you know what yeah. i did for you fucking loser listeners and okay harsh whatever it is what it is i missed the <laughs> i missed the second half of the canada game i huh? went home i went home early i know it kind of sucked whatever but the, the, you know you always still want to yeah. enjoy these opportunities because it's another four years till we get to see him play in that again if and we do yeah. no i think it's the next one's in usa and canada so we automatically default in Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 You bet. But anyway, yeah, so this episode out. came yeah. out before I was so rudely hijacked by Mike. <laughs> okay. On July 29th of the year 2001, it is season three, episode seven of Jackass. Mm-hmm. There wasn't too much going on. So I just looked at deaths because I oh. mean, it's a good way to start a podcast talking about deaths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. And yep. I tried mm-hmm. to pick yep. deaths mm-hmm. of people that they actually gumball through their little territories. So, oh, great. Yeah. Yes. Well, tie done, in. Very tie well in death. See, All right. Yeah. I'm fucking good, it. aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. So good old Edward Gierich, a Polish politician, died. And okay. Wow Holland, a German computer hacker, died. Wow Holland, wow. a German yeah. computer yeah. hacker. Yeah, I know he sounds Asian, wow, doesn't he? Mikey. W A U is his first name. Oh, I thought that was a screen name, like, wow, Holland, like from the tourism board or something. He's just really excited to be from Holland. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I don't know. Um, He's so excited. What? Sorry. I won't rudely interrupt you. I know you wouldn't, Jake, because you're actually a good human. My brother's a scumbag. Dude, it's so funny, too. I'm trying to film our Christmas tree. We're decorating the Christmas tree last night, and I'm just trying to get a nice, wholesome video (laughs) of the family together putting up the Christmas tree ornaments, and this fucking goofball Mikey... Just comes in and just does some stupid ass sketch. Like, I don't even know what the hell he was thinking in his head. He's pretending oh, to be like a, a licensed person asking me for a permit. It's on my Instagram oh, story. Oh, oh, to the point oh. that there's actually our, our good listener, Joey Greco, saw that. And he was like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, it's not an act with Mikey. He actually is like this. And I have to deal with him on a fucking regular basis. I know he's a weird guy. <laughs> and he's I like, yeah, gonna, touche. I thought you were going to talk about how I short circuited the Christmas tree. Oh, he did that too. <laughs> 
That wasn't an act. And you almost I, I killed you almost killed Mum because you almost electrocuted her. Oh he fucking God, snipped, he snipped a wire that goes to the angel at the top of the tree yeah. and left a hot wire on the tree. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. here we go. And somehow my sister knew how to strip wiring and like MacGyvered it back together. Bizarre. Bizarre night. It was, it was bizarre. Um speaking of uh bizarre, uh I found this whole concept very bizarre of the gumball rally back when I saw it. Like what an what an abrupt change from doing stunts on the street in Westchester and and LA to traveling around the world in fancy vehicles. What were your guys' first impressions of uh the gumball rally back when you saw it? Because yeah. this this sticks in my mind as one of the most iconic jackass whatevers. It's forays uh, offshoots. Yeah, I got to say, I love that Chris didn't finish his thought. And now Mikey has just <laughs> it's he, he does rudely it interrupted with a question, yeah. um, which I will answer. Yeah. Good. What did I think of this shit? I don't know, man. Until you guys mentioned it when we were originally going to do it in the season three run, I don't like I had no background for this thing like when you talked about how this was such a big deal and it was one of the most memorable things I was kind of just going what what the fuck is this like the name kind of rung a bell but aside from that I'm kind of going into this one blank slate and Wait, so you uh, hadn't seen this before Jay no no wow, I didn't even no. really know it was a thing oh like, wow okay yeah Chris I like I love this I love the idea of road tripping I love the idea of adventures and it's it, it's the same theme always. It's like the idea of just being with your boys and having just like just a great time doing whatever the case is, but some kind of like organized scavenger hunty type situation where there's real life adventure. I love it. I love it. I, I, I actually Googled it to figure out how you could actually get involved in this thing <laughs> because I want to do it. I want to do it with the Jackass yeah. crew. We could have uh, our own you, car. That would but be actually we, we, yeah. back in, uh, I think it was five or six years ago, 2018. The cost was about eighty thousand dollars US Whoa. or eighty thousand euros. So I, I don't know if we're going to be doing that anytime soon, unless we get a bunch of new listeners and they want to sponsor us. But yeah, uh, it would be fun. Yeah, yeah. seventy nine nine ninety nine is where I draw the line. Yeah, so yeah exactly. Out. That <laughs> extra one just pushes or maybe you we off. could just have a camera with Jay with a blank screen. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he wouldn't be oh, there. He'd just be a, <laughs> just, just a camera. Well, it's, like it's basically, like, a... <laughs> like now, you could just do my voice for me, or I exactly. could call in if you want. You know, it's it's no different than what we do here. <laughs> yeah, but yeah I, I love it. I, I love this this whole vibe. I love the energy, and it's something I would love to do. I've driven through most of these places, mm-hmm. like renting cars here in Europe, going from Prague to Poland, and and it's just it just it just reminds me of those times with my buddies when you're just cruising, man. Yeah, yeah, buddy. It it yeah. did have that vibe. I remember loving it back when I watched it. And I'm a little bit I still had a great time rewatching it, but I don't think the I think I'm just the ADD nature of this was was a little bit off-putting to me. It was like constantly moving, 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 and I think almost without substance at some points. Chris, you mentioned that it had that kind of scavenger hunt mentality to it, and that's kind of I think what it's missing. There, there isn't a scavenger hunt. It's just literally get from point A to point B. Yeah, and sometimes things there. happen. All I can say is, and we'll get into this when we go into the beat by beat breakdown. Thank God for Steve-O and Pontius because they didn't really do anything on this. But every, you can tell it's like, guys, it's been a couple hours. We have no content. Hey, Pontius, think of a funny line about people from uh, Lithuania or whatever the fuck. And he'll just like say mm. something. Yeah. 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 He, they kind of kept it going. I agree. It was like without them. I don't know. Um Shit, man, this gumball rally thing, 
it, it's a great concept on on paper, and I agree with you, Mikey, that there should have been more interaction. But like when they said, "Oh, there's going to be mission packs that you're going to have yeah. to pick up, and that gives you directions and things," I thought, "Well, that's fucking cool. That's going to be great." And we'll talk about this in a minute in detail, but not really what you think. It really is just driving. Basically, a mission pack is just, hey, here's where you're going. Here's how many miles it is. Get your ass out of here. But he, so he, let's, uh, yeah, Chris. I was just going to say that the, the part that I love the best, I always try and put myself in the time capsule that a situation's in. Sure. This wouldn't be as fun these days. No, that's very cell true. That's very true. Like, imagine trying true. to navigate through Eastern Europe with a pearly guide or looking at these random maps that are in your, like, your mission pack was probably, all right, here's a, a basic map, you know what I mean? You got to get from here to here. If you find your own route, if you go on Google yeah. Maps, and it's just it's just not the same. If you could call people, ask people things like I love these scenes that we'll get into as well when they're they're stopping on the side of the road trying to ask for directions and yeah, not having the same language barrier. It's it's just it's it's adventure that we and just don't get anymore because life's too easy. That's true, and the adventure is three thousand miles in five days. Essentially, what 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 they're covering from London to Russia and back, uh, uh, London to Russia and back, and uh, and everything that happens in between is what we get in this forty minute long special episode of of Jackass. So, are you guys, uh, you guys, ready to get into it? Let's do it. Let's jump into Gumball Rally season three episode it's a weird seven. Way to say it. it's a weird way to yeah, say it. I don't know what the fuck's wrong. You had all week uh, Gumball Rally. Gumball Rally. Yeah, like Gabagool. As they say in Poland. Yeah. <laughs> Which we will visit on the Gumball Rally trip. Um, hey, what's all this then? Gumball Rally, is it? This is Australian. This isn't this isn't British, but <laughs> I guess we'll go with it anyway, eh, mates? What Hi, do you think? Good day. Not bad. Not bad for someone who lives in Canada, eh? <laughs> Listen, Pontius and Knoxville and Steve are on a road trip. And I guess Tremaine's there, but you don't really see him a whole lot. Um we get the intro disclaimer like we do in every Jackass episode. It's fully in Russian, so I have no idea what, what they're saying. Um, but one thing I think any avid watcher of Jackass will notice immediately is that Johnny Knoxville doesn't look right here, oh, does no. he, boys? He looks fucking terrible, I'm dude. I'm glad you mentioned that right off the gate. Knoxville with a goatee. Not even a full it's goatee. handlebar mustache. It is just... It almost makes painful. it all the way around. Yeah, it's, it's close. It's close. It's close to a goatee, but it just... Steve-O's also got a shit mustache, and Pontius is in his his worst haircut phase that we've seen. He's his worst, but, like, but his mustache, it's part drawn on, part regular, I think, Pontius and it's fantastic. Is, which is fine, but oh, yeah. Steve-O's, Steve-O's is just a mustache, but oh, Pontius' terrible. hair, is the is this this is the worst version of Pontius' hair that he's ever had, and we talked about this in, in, uh, in season three, but man, it's jarring to see the hair choices, facial and, <laughs> and top of the head uh, alike, are just terrible in this right off the bat downright offensive that's actually why we decided not to do this episode originally yes it's just we yeah. found that the facial hair and hair choices were just a little too far but uh um, nothing to do with thought, having to navigate so. a landscape in which we had no. to talk about russia consistently uh, uh yeah. and all to do with the fact that we didn't want to touch on any other no. their facial hair no exactly mm-hmm. man it's a rough rough territory listen they're in london right now to start this thing off it's basically just a big road trip if you haven't caught on at this point um knoxville references the cannonball run which is a burt reynolds film where they do something similar basically they're going to drive london to russia it's about three thousand miles in five days they're anticipating lots of parties along the way between stops uh, i think they're going to be surprised by the end <laughs> of it how they end up feeling um because there's a there's a huge disconnect from how they're feeling at the outset of this thing and by the end which oh I found God, amusing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're going up against some of the fastest, richest folks ever. Like these guys have put a lot of money into their vehicles and they're going to be taking the Jackass crew on the trip, a, uh, a minivan 
and a Jaguar with over 75,000 miles on it. So there we go. We're all set. It's a great intro to to them. And there and this is kind of the storyline of the gumball rally is the jackass crew are basically like they're not supposed to be there. You know, it's like, as Johnny says, they've got the most expensive cars in the world. We've got a minivan and a Jag with 70,000 miles on it. Like they're, they're just barely fitting in Steve-O and Pontius running around the, the, the garage, looking at all the cars in their like speedos with gumball stickers on, on their bodies. You can tell no one likes them there, but I think as the race goes a few on, people do. I, yeah, yeah. But more and more take, take <laughs> yeah. them on as, as the race goes. Cause there's a lot of sitting around and waiting in, 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 in this, uh, this gumball rally at borders in hotels. And then I think the, the welcome break is, is, is something that people learn to appreciate as, as they get to, to know Steve and Pontius. Yeah. I think, uh, Chris, what did you think of this is, you know, before they're ready to depart here, they're just killing time. They're walking around in on the streets of London and Steve-O is walking with the boys, you know, staying with the pack. But the whole time he's just puking while he's yeah. going. And uh, I just thought this was funny. Chris, uh, did you get a kick out of this? I know you you like Steve-O antics, so. Uh, it's just so Steve-O. And it's, I, you know, I, I hate saying this because it sends the wrong message because I love what Steve will became. And I actually think he's a gnarlier person now mm. that he's been sober or whatnot. Yeah. But him and his heyday, there's something about it that it's, I like seeing these time capsules. He partied so fucking hard the night before yeah. and he just couldn't stop fucking puking. And as Mikey will tell you, I've had some really rough travel days <laughs> yes. to the point we've mentioned it before on a podcast where I was literally crying in the airport yeah. in England because I was so hungover, and my, I was just not crying, but like tearing. No, and he's yes, like, yes, crying. <laughs> yes full blown absolutely are you crying crying. and i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah this wasn't tearing this was i looked at you and you were too choked up to confirm that you were crying you were crying because you were so hungover <laughs> so i i feel this pain and, and then knowing that you have to do a three thousand mile and five day journey oh my god i just yeah. it, it cracks me up because i feel i felt that before and not being the one involved is hilarious to me because it's nice to See someone else suffer first. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And, uh, you know, it's you got to give props to Steve-O in his ability to keep up with the boys, keep pace while puking, and just keep going. (laughs) That's great. I love, too, when they they actually cut away and they've moved from outside to, like, an underground parking garage and Knoxville's trying to, like, give some sort of speech to the camera and then he just gets interrupted by another puking Steve-O, but he's like... It because he's in a parking garage, the echo is so loud that it actually overpowers Knoxville and they pan the camera back and Steve-O's like a hundred paces behind him. Just like, geez, you can't you can't stop. This guy's in real trouble. It um, feels it feels like watching this, especially it, I really clued into this in the MTV Cribs episode of uh, of, mm. of Jackass, like the special episode where it goes through all the Jackass guys on Cribs, which we covered a few weeks back on the podcast. When they go to Steve-O's place and Johnny's there. It was the first time I got this impression that like Johnny is kind of up to like understands the appeal of Steve-O, but Johnny seems like like a responsible dude. Like he seems like he knows what has to be done and he's going to go do it. And then there's Steve-O. It feels like Johnny just has to like yank Steve-O around with him like a fucking puppet, carry him and just be like, okay, Steve-O, do your thing. But like, you got to wake up tomorrow morning and go. And he's like frustrated but not to the point where he's willing to kick him out because Steve-O is Steve-O. Right. And, and seeing that dynamic is something I never picked up on as a kid. And the more I see them, especially around this season three era of Jackass, the more I'm like, ooh, I think Johnny was pretty frustrated with Steve-O at the time. I can see that for sure. Yeah. 
Plus, you got to factor in, too, they're probably jet-lagged as hell just yeah. flying overseas, and then everybody's, you know, off their schedules, and you might get a little cranky from time to time, I think. Uh, but next up, we I feel like they must have done a bunch of below. Mm-hmm. I, I was wondering yeah. this. My, this is my <laughs> question, because reading Steve-O's books and stuff, he was, like, the type of coke guy that's, like, goes hard for fucking five, six days and then crashes, which we'll get into later yeah. with this, this, the, the buildup of their, our new favorite character, Sleepo, Sleepo, at least my favorite character. <laughs> but then I'm thinking, I'm like, these guys are already like under the radar, like, you know, the gumball rally going from through borders. Like, how many borders do they have to cross? Like, are you really going to risk bringing blow with you every single time you're going through? But I, I, I cannot see them doing it without this. And it's the patterns of how they're acting to me makes it seem like they were like having a good, uh, a good snow party. I, at the I same wonder time. if Dimitri, who's who's you know a producer and filmer on Jackass, who we've seen you know all over the place, he's he's well known and, and as as one of the producers, he seems kind of like their ambassador and their guide. He speaks Russian, and he seems to be the person who's kind of guiding them. I wonder if he just had contacts in each of the countries and he knew, and okay, actually, never mind. They're on the fucking gumball rally with the richest people in the world. I guarantee you, they knew where to get the coke for them. Yeah, on 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 the other sides of the borders. Yeah, and you're right. These are some of the richest people. And we see that as we head into the parking garage to talk to some of the drivers right before we're ready to leave. We get a lot of prices thrown around for some of the different vehicles there. You know, 53,000 pounds. I don't know. You guys got a conversion for me on that? I don't know. I don't understand. 53,000 Canadian is like... Like 100. Over over probably about 110. Yeah. It's big bucks for a car, but, but not, uh, for I love, Steve-O. <laughs> you know, not for Steve-O. No, he's, he's going around assessing everyone, trying to find the most expensive vehicle. And I, I love that they, you know, they say, oh, well, we're driving a Chrysler minivan. Like it's no big thing. And, you know, just kind of trying to, trying to fit in with the rich people, even though they're, they're nowhere near their level financially, but I, I appreciate the effort. And I, I like that. I was expecting them to be a little more snobby towards the jackass crew. Honestly, I was expecting like a full kind of shut the door. Like I don't have the, you know, you're beneath my my level i won't speak with you types but a lot of people were actually very responsive and as you guys mentioned there are specific people in the group that really embrace the crew which i thought was great and you know, i like to see that yeah um, i think i think the thing the difference is this isn't um this isn't like a group of rich people like old money rich this is like new fun who want to be cool and i bet you like this is the mtv era we're talking about worldwide mm-hmm. so i think you know Sure, it's like all these dumb kids are are kind of getting in the way of us having our, our good, weird, cultish, rich, good time, which like weird vibes on the Gumball Rally circuit. Uh, but I think they're just like, no, we want to be cool. MTV is cool. They're filming these. So these, I, I think mm-hmm. they wanted to, in spite of the fact that they'd rather be just kind of hanging on their own. We're like, OK, we have to be seen as cool by these people. So we're going to kind of like accept them into our into our midst. Yeah. And I mean, uh Hey, what better way to get comfortable and acquainted real fast than to just take off all your clothes and walk around in your underwear? You're going to see Pontius and Steve-O doing this a lot in a this lot. episode. It's almost like I'd say 50% of the time they're they're almost naked. Um, but yeah, they're they're rocking the Gumball Rally 3000 stickers on their chest. They've, they're just being silly trying to kill time here. Um, you know, trying to make people laugh, which I think is good. Keep the keep the. Uh, you know, the motivation up, keep the, the mood light, which is good. Everybody's antsy, ready to get out on the road. Yep. And finally, we get Maximilian Cooper here, who apparently stole Johnny Knoxville's jacket. Literally the same jacket. That. Yeah. The same jacket. And Batista's and, uh, sunglasses. <laughs> the blue tint. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Good pull there. 
Um, nobody knows exactly where they're going, he says, but uh, you're about to find out. So the, the plan is they're going to parade down 50 meters down the road. People are going to like send them off and then they get their mission pack for the day. We mentioned this earlier. I got really excited when I heard mission pack. I thought, holy fuck, this could be awesome. I was they're thinking dossier tasks. from GoldenEye. That's that's what yeah. I was thinking. That's what you're getting. It's, Have you ever guys ever gonna, done one of those scavenger hunt things in real life? No, not to this extent. Yeah, not no. to this extent. No. Like when I was a kid, uh, my buddy's like older sister. She had like she drove. She had a car, and we'd do it with her sometimes. And they had the it was like a one night. You had X amount of time. They give you like a dossier full of like a bunch of tasks, like steal a menu from Olive Garden, oh, nice. or like go here and and take a picture of this. And the the crazier the task was, the more points. Like the more points that you got, and then at the end of the day, and you had to like take a photo with a Polaroid and have proof of everything, etc. It was just such mm. a fun night as a kid. See, that seems more like Viva La Bam scavenger hunt than the Gumball right. Rally, which I think we were kind of expecting, or at least in my mind, I remembered. And and Jay, I know you're trying to lead us yeah. to uh, at least the introduction of Mission One, but before we do that, we should. I just want to spend a little bit of time talking about Maximilian Cooper because he's a pretty. Uh, consistent face throughout the gumball rally he's actually the founder of the gumball rally uh he looks if you if you didn't see the episode he's basically like like looks a little bit like sting but as jay mentioned in johnny knoxville's jacket um he seems very full of himself uh and and he just comes across as the the type of guy that has a lot of money so i was wondering i looked this up what do you think his net worth is maximilian cooper eight million jay Oh God! Are we talking like recent money or like at the time? Does it um, I'm not sure what it would have been at the time. I looked up a current a current uh, uh, breakdown. Uh, let's say forty four hundred eighty thousand dollar dues and uh, six Canadian dollars and a side of McNuggets with the sweet and sour. You guys like the sweet and sour or the barbecue? Barbecue. Barbecue. We'll go barbecue. Okay, close. I guess technically Chris is right. Uh, he's closer. It's sixty million though. He's got a, a net worth of sixty million. But Shit. Mo- more importantly, I looked this up. Google has his like you know how they they tell you like who the person is in a, in a few words. It's like entrepreneur or whatever. Maximilian Cooper. His credits on Google. Entrepreneur number one. Number two. Eve's husband. Eve, the rapper Eve. All right. Oh my yes. god. Right. Like Rough Riders, I'm pretty sure she was involved in Rough Riders. She had the, yeah. the, the claw print. Dude, did you ever see the sex tape with him and her fucking? No, Ooh, not Maximilian Cooper? But hey, Dude, there you go. Uh, that's got to be who it is. Because I remember she was married to some like kind of, basically it was would have been him. Wow. But it was funny because in the sex tape, especially in hip hop culture, which is it, things are time change. This came out a while ago. She was dildoing herself. And then, like, I just remember everybody being like, oh, fuck, this pussy doesn't have enough dick to fuck her properly. Da, 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 da. Oh, he might have all the money, but he can't fuck oh, her. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool though. Eve was sexy, Eve, man. man. Yeah, go figure. I figured I just like to spread a little bit of context because like, it's weird that he came up and they didn't give him a little bit more attention because he's clearly very important in this circuit. Yeah. I'd also like to spread, uh, thanks and cheer to Chris for coming up with the term dildoing. Which, uh, <laughs> I'll find a use somewhere. Thank you, Chris. No problem. Yeah. You start practicing on, uh, your Friday night. <laughs> But <laughs> using the term dildoing or actually yeah. doing the dildoing? He's just standing in front of the mirror. <laughs> One goes with the other. It's okay. hand in hand. Gotcha. How do you think I came up with it? His partner knocks on the door. Yeah. What are you doing in there? He's like, I'm, uh, drugs. I'm sorry. I'm drugs. <laughs> are you dildoing again, Jay? No, I'm practicing how to say it. <laughs> Jay's got a real dildoing problem. Yeah. It's getting out of hand. He's showing up late for work. 
never wants to hang out anymore. Says he's got to walk the dog, but I know what he's doing in there. Uh, Listen, uh, so we got to get out on the road. We got to hit the road because that's what most of this episode is. Uh, They send everybody off, get their mission pack. And mission one is basically just drive London to Germany. Uh, I didn't get the... The, the name of the place Berlin. in Germany they were going on Berlin, this one. I did 675 miles. Okay, cool. Um, but there we go. That's it. So um, they're having a bit of a um, conversation right before they're about to leave, which I thought was funny. I'd bring up here. He's talking to a guy. I think it's Knoxville. He says, um, are you in the Jag? He says, that's a good selection. <laughs> Knoxville just looks at him and goes, it's, it starts kind of sketchy though. Suddenly the conversation just flips like 90, it's like 180 and, and he's just like, those are really unreliable, not going to lie. It's like he was dying to just say you have a piece of shit there, but he's trying to be nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then as soon as Knoxville acknowledged it, it was like, okay, fair game. We can make fun of your yeah, vehicle now. exactly. Um, like you realize you're poor, right? <laughs> is, is, is the vibe he's yeah. giving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like when someone when uh, like in in get out the joke of just like of the person who's trying to relate to someone who they consider to be lesser than and and in the movie get out he's like, you know, I voted for Obama, right? It's like trying to find this weird common ground with someone of another culture and I think rich people consider poor people to be an entirely different culture. As they are. As Okay, yeah, yeah. As true. They are. True. Okay. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm a man of the people. <laughs> yeah. No, Chris Good is safety. so Republican. Like the weight, like you're just like, I'm a man of the people, but like also don't tax the wealthy. Like that's yeah. that's Chris's vibe to a T. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's great too? If you save yourself fast enough, especially on a recorded podcast, mm-hmm. nobody knows the difference. Like no one knows. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know? Most people are anyway. listening to us at I think one and a half times anyway, so they may have skipped right past it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we get out of traffic jam hell and they're basically on the road now. And I like initially I didn't get it. I thought, well, okay, can you speed? Like, how do you race if there's speed limits? We'll find out later. You know, obviously the cops will factor in. So I was kind of like confused at the rules here for this thing. But at the outset, uh, we don't really see much happen. We get a subtitle that informs us it's now 8, 10 p.m. on day one. And uh, the first kind of event happens, I guess, because that's kind of how this is segmented up for, for the listener here. Basically, you don't see the whole thing really start to finish. You're more so just seeing like, okay, here's our destination. We'll show you some highlights from the trip on the road. Then we'll show you what happened at the destination, rinse and repeat. Uh, the first one is that they go under the English Channel in a mm-hmm. train, which is cool. They actually, it's a train you can fit your car in, and well, that so, takes yeah. them to France with the car. So I thought like that an was kind of neat. Underwater ferry or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, Pontius makes his first funny comment. I'll try to mention as many of these through the episode as I can. But he does say, if you see someone in a Ferrari, <laughs> you might be thinking, "Hmm, weren't rich enough for a Lambo, were yeah. you?" Which is this, great. That this this formula is what like like Pontius or Steve O making a remark is what punctuates the whole thing. This is mm. basically just Knoxville in a car, cut to Pontius saying something funny, cut to Pontius in a car or uh, Knoxville in a car. Like that's the formula that we follow here. And at first I'm like, okay, when's this gonna get started? And then you realize, like, no, no, that's what this is. And this yeah. is just about having a couple good jokes from Pontius and Steve-O. And that's that's essentially what, what we're here for. So enjoy it when you get it. And just think about it in general. You're taking drug-fueled Steve-O in his craziest days and Pontius, and you put them in the backseat of a vehicle, a small vehicle at that. The ADD that they must be oh, going man. through and just the, the, the sheer need to entertain themselves was always going to be yes. a good thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I loved about it. It's like, that's why they're there. They, they're not doing any driving. They're just there to just 
come up with stupid shit and just make people laugh. And I, I that's my favorite part about this. And movie. I okay. think that's kind of why yeah, they yeah. got pissed at times with, uh, you know, Sleepo, the whole concept of Sleepo, because it turns out <laughs> Steve-O is just going to sleep for most of this fucking road trip. And I think that's what bothered yeah. guys like Knoxville and the rest of the camera crew. Cause you got, you got this, this guy skinny who shows up and he's like, guys, I haven't slept since London. It's been 60 hours and I've slept two hours, like that kind of, that kind of thing. And meanwhile, Steve-O sleeping the whole time and Knoxville's probably looking at him like, dude, your purpose is to make this funny and you're sleeping the whole time. You can't do that. Like it just doesn't fit the formula. Yeah. Who, who is like, th- I shit you not since I've saw this for the first time, what 10 sign 10 plus years ago, I've often wondered who is skinny and where is he now? Like that guy intrigued me. He was just oh, a big skinny. ball of mystery. Yeah. I even tried Googling him. There's nothing. Yeah, he could pull it said up. He was a filmmaker or something like, is that the, he just, yeah. the, his look, his wide eyes. He was definitely. He was on definitely something. on something. He was ass yeah. awake, man. He he. Had a, he's a white guy with dreads with a British accent. Like he's just fascinated me. Yeah, and yeah. I, you know, if if you're out there still skinny and you're listening to this, I appreciate you. Uh, it turns out, like I, so so he's actually like a, a racer as well. I, he's not a member of the Jackass crew, but I think he was just kind of coming there. He was like a race navigator. Um, yeah. No, he was just a guy they met along. Yeah, the line. but he, but I think he was traveling with the crew. Like he wasn't just a guy. Uh, uh, I think they they kind of joined forces. Yeah, like, yeah, as you yeah. Go when you're traveling, you meet people. But like he, they didn't. I don't think they knew him before the race. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and it, it seems it seems as though in in retrospect, like he's had a couple a couple uh, uh, interviews about about what this was all like. I don't think he liked the Jackass crew in in hindsight very much. Oh, I think he loved them. I don't know. There's like a quote uh, uh, where he called the gumball rally the anus of motor racing. And he <laughs> oh, describes uh, uh, Steve-O and Pontius or one of them as a dandy or, or sorry, Knoxville calls him a dandy in his P-tube because like it's catheter, right? Yeah, mm. whatever. Better if they're friends. <laughs> <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> hey, speaking of being best of friends, uh, are we watching planes, trains and automobiles right now? How about that? overlaid on screen map you get with the little line filling up as it moves along the road come on you know you love oh, yeah. a good on screen map Reminds very you. very viva la bam isn't it yeah mm-hmm. and oh, also dude, sorry on. i should correct myself he wasn't talking about knoxville in in the article he was talking about a different person who who also has a p-tube i just clarified that okay. so my bad hey man you don't have to stop to piss on the gumball rally right or am i right yeah Always right, this guy. If you will um, into existence, it will happen. Uh, right. That is so that's fact. I'll just mention in passing some of the things that happen here. Pontius drinks from a dog bowl. Thought that was kind of funny. Just yeah. it's you're gonna see a lot of the shit, like Mikey said, just Pontius being Pontius. Um, but they get this little bit where they're talking about how Knoxville likes to fall asleep while driving. Oh, and it was man, at that terrifying. point I I started to look closer and be like, Yeah, he kind of looks like he's always on the edge. Like that you get that kind of sleep where you're trying to stay awake, but your eyelids just keep forcing themselves shut. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be in the car with, with Knoxville driving, I don't no, think. I think there's also- a reason he doesn't drive for most this of this. This is like the only stretch where he drives and he legitimately yeah. looks nervous while he's doing it. And, and then you even have Pawnees in the back. He's like, I know we're going to draw die on this trip. I just don't know when it's going to be. <laughs> and and, and yeah. again, one of those like truth and comedy kind of things uh, where maybe he does believe that, but Knoxville looks like you don't want to trust this guy behind the wheel. It's it, it looks actually scary. Yeah. 
And uh, they've been awake now for 24 hours, a full day, and they've made it through England, France, Netherlands, Belgium, and now Germany. And uh, we take a toenail clipping break, and then we're um, we're off to Berlin. Not, not even a toenail clipping. Steve-O clips a callus off of the bottom of his foot and then eats it. It's fucking <laughs> you know, disgusting. That's skill, man. He knows how to use when those you get tools. like a little skin? Yeah, no, I know, Chris. I just, those that skin doesn't go into my mouth ever. No, but I mean, like, you don't ever just want to pop it in? Have like you a done pork that? rind. Have yeah, you- 100%. Yeah. I honestly, like, I related to Gold Member so much at Austin Powers with, like, the skin flake. Chris, th- this is, I, I really hope this is a joke. I will never look at you <laughs> the same way ever again. There's, like, here's the thing. You clip a, a callus off. That I understand. The curiosity, you pick it, you peel it, fine. There is an entire world out there where that clip You don't want to know go. what the texture, you don't want to know what the texture is like? Never. No, never. Take so Chris- weird. Chris, is there like a uh, is there like a method to picking calluses? Is it like going out and picking like See, raspberries off the bush? It's you know? like the, you, you, like the side of your fingernail. You know, you get a little bit of okay. skin, or but you spit it out, and and the the per- yeah, you don't swallow it, but you chew it for a bit. No, like a normal no, human. you but don't. Is, is no, there a time Chris. to pick? Is the question? Is there like our time where they're ripe and they're, it's like oh, this one's good to go? I'm gonna pick this one. This one, this one to needs me, a little more I'm, time. I'm all about know? texture. The harder okay. the better. So you, when it really like is at that dead point where it's almost falling off on its own, you kind of gotta like get. A bit of a crunch oh, to man. it. I love this podcast. What is your this body? Is... This is disgusting. What is your body, dude? I made a fucking body? steel, man. Steel. You said Not it's steel, but crunchy. like it, it... <laughs> Yeah, I could just like I don't know, man. You do things like that, you're just never gonna die. Like it gives you like immunity to germs. I you don't need to get Chris, vaccines, to like any of that dumb yeah. shit. I think Chris sees himself as Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs, where he can just continue to eat himself in perpetuity. Oh god, and, and yeah, because please. if you eat it, it goes back in your body, and yeah. then it's, it's like a never-ending cycle. I'm it's hungry. A perpetual motion it machine. Let's, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's not hang here too long. <laughs> we got to get to Berlin after all, guys. We're going to pose with the bellman out front mm. of the hotel in our in our undies. Hey, hey, right on. And uh, this is now mission two where we get uh, Berlin to Malbork, Poland, which is about 354 miles. And uh, holy shit, I love that uh, Knoxville, or not Knoxville, sorry, Pontius just finds, finds shit, finds way, ways to be funny. He sees a sign outside a sausage shop that says Bockwurst, which he says is a name for penis in German. <laughs> no, it's not. Can someone look that up? Can someone urban dictionary that one? I'm pretty sure that's not the case. Although I'd like to know if it is. No, uh, urban just dictionary a, will a, be the case. It's just a German I, well, sausage. Well, Mikey looks that up. Ground veal and pork. Oh, that's it. That's it. Nothing yeah. special, boys. But I do like these Pontius facts, and I was kind of thinking maybe we could get him on. No offense, you know, for the fun fact of the day, maybe one of these days. I don't know. <laughs> I think just Chris a, would gladly facts, give you know? up his spot if he knew Pontius were taking it. Would you? Or would you feel offended? No, absolutely not. That's my fucking oh, spot. Okay. You trying to flex oh, on yeah. me today? You, as a man, you got to be, you know, you got to be the alpha <laughs> character. The alpha you character? Someone stun on me. Are we playing a video game? What? Oh, I don't know. It's funny when you said alpha character. Good old alpha care. Shout out to alpha care in Toronto. What? You guys, if you know, you know. What, what is he talking about? What is he doing? If you know, about? you know. I don't. Yeah. Clearly, I don't know. Sometimes Chris forgets, Jay, that we are not just having a conversation of, among three friends. Like, there was a moment when we were recording where something really stupid earlier today between Chris and myself happened, and a reference to it came up, and I'll say this, Chris, Australia, and you were so yeah. close to derailing the conversation in a way that no one would get anything out of except for you and me. And I'm like, I looked at you, I looked at your screen and you looked at I me saw. and I'm like, no, I'm like, don't go there. <laughs> but <laughs> I like, cause it time. changes your energy and I like mystery. Okay. You know, like when there's like inside joke between podcasts and you know, you're listening to them like the, the ones I listen to and you're like, 
Ah, I wonder what that's all yeah, about. And then you see no. them laughing. I find it fun and playful. Usually all the podcasters are in on the joke, though. It can't just be one guy. <laughs> that's, that's not right. helpful. That's not helping we'll anybody. Move, move, in with, move in with me, Jay. Okay, I'll come can, to Toronto, do... and you can show me this place, this okay. place of business. That I you, just you can searched... take me there, and I guarantee you'll point at this place and be like, I swear it was here. I, I swear searched... it wasn't just a dry oh, cleaner. I searched Alpha Care Spa. Uh, there's a oh, picture a and it's just someone's ass. It's like it's a spa. But the picture is of a woman's oh, ass. Full blown whorehouse. Podcast can wait. Podcast can wait. We used to call it the arcade as a code because they had a little arcade while you're in the waiting room. So it's like instead of saying you're going in the fucking yeah. rub and tug, you just say, "Hey, let's hit the arcade let's tonight." The arcade. Let's uh, let's uh, uh, read some reviews that I found for Alpha you know. Care Spa. Yeah, please, fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, here's a here's an example of a five-star review. Alpha Care Spa is amazing. Nice and quiet, not loud like other spas. The lady at the front desk was very polite. The lady that I stayed with was very attractive. In addition, she was also very humble as well. I will definitely be back. My respects. Um, and here's the here's humble. an example. Here's an example of a one-star review written by a <laughs> local guide in Toronto. Oh, sure um, I I went there yesterday and now I'm suffering from back pain. My whole back is sore. One day after an awful massage service, I tried to call in to complain about my service and everyone claimed they were managers. I even couldn't receive the manager's name or phone number from the staff. They hung up on me several times and their behavior was absolutely irresponsible. They just keep calling you honey and love, but they are not giving any solution to their lousy service. I'm not recommending this place at all. There's a high chance of getting hurt at this place. Their reply Hi, Hussein. We are sorry you were not satisfied with your visit. Please email us directly, and we will make sure to rectify this issue. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> to e-rectify the situation. Yeah, yeah. That, guy that guy does not understand what he was there for. No, he no, doesn't get that's it. That's the thing. No. You don't go to a fucking rub and tug for a proper massage. Like, common knowledge. <laughs> I want to know what they were doing to him in there, though. Like, that I would be intrigued to know. Because, like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. What moves do you got? You doing, like, the karate chops? Uh, well, that, that's the place where I you... learned what the reverse body side is. I was like, what the hell is a reverse body side? That sounds interesting. Wild. Please. Anyways. Wild. Gonna, you, yeah. Do you care to elaborate on the reverse body slide, or should we just move on to, to <laughs> let's, sleepo? Let's move on. Sleepo? Let's move on, please. Okay. Got you. I'm digging myself a deep hole here. So we get our first... Um, uh, our first appearance of Sleepo here at the Polish border. It's day two, about 10 a.m. They're asking for his passport. He's just knocked the fuck out. No response from Sleepo. Uh, this is the first instance as well of the subtitle Sleepo showing on screen. So they've really adopted the name. It'll come up a lot in this episode. Yeah. What a weird um, thing to see when you don't have context for what Sleepo is. Like Sleepo's always sure. sleeping. Why are you calling him Sleepo? And it only later becomes apparent why they're calling him that. So... Yeah, we, we basically, like, at this point, guys, we're not that far into the episode, and I, I was starting to feel like, is this just going to drag? Like, I'm, I'm going to just spill the fucking beans right now, boys. I, I did not really like this. I did not oh, enjoy wow. myself okay. because I needed something, and maybe it's because we watched a shit ton of Viva La Bam where it's like, okay, real quick, here's what we're doing. Here's the list of what you're going to expect in this episode. Let's go do it. Bam, 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 segment, segment, segment. This is just like, I was wanting something to happen the whole time, but nothing almost nothing happens it's just you have to be along for the ride or you're not yeah. going to enjoy yourself so yeah. that being said um i almost never thought i'd say this but i actually at this point in the episode i started to feel like i, I was missing don Vito on screen wow <laughs> a at big least when he's on screen we got something to imagine him talk in the about. back that would have been hilarious that been. yeah but there was nothing to talk about there was no no one to make fun of i mean i don't know were you guys feeling it was dragging for you or were you really into this? You know, I was into it. I, I was into it as well. 
I, you know, it, it was, it, but I was thinking, I'm like, when are we going to get there? You know, like I, I even wrote yeah. down in my notes, I'm like, there's a lot happening and I have nothing to talk about. Like, it just felt like nothing significant was, was taking place. And it's moments like this. I think that you realize how important Bam Margera is just for his creativity into how to make something TV worthy, even if nothing's going on. Like Bam Margera would have made this 20 times better. I'm I'm fully convinced of that. Knoxville, I think, was along for the ride. I'll be there with the celebrity. Jeff Tremaine seemed to be dragging his feet a little bit in terms of instigating things, but I don't think he had time to do anything because he just had to spend all his time driving. They probably had this feeling of like, when we get to the hotel every night, we'll think of something to do. But they had like no time to sleep. They probably just tried to nap for a little bit. Bam would have been almost like a mix between Knoxville and Steve-O. He would have been like, let's party and I'm going to film a bunch of shit and we'll cut all the driving sequence with like one big stunt and then we'll go on. And this this was lacking that for sure, at least in the early goings. Yeah. And I mean, hey, it's uh, it's rough going. You're right. I think they were in over their heads. And like you said, they didn't really know what they were getting into maybe. So you're right. They planned ahead. We're going to go do this, this, and this. Hey, there's no time and we're all sleep deprived. What do you do? Right. But hey, we're in Poland now, sleep deprived or not. And they do say, Mikey, that Poland is the Mexico of Europe. So <laughs> yeah. there you go. I don't go. know what it means, but I like it, he says. But yeah. I like it. Uh, we see the legendary, the legendary Polish highway mm-hmm. women here. Guys, not to make myself out to be a creeper. Okay. Anyways, we're just talking about my whorehouse <laughs> Too late experiences. For that. No, I don't think of you that I way can, at all. I can confirm that the Polish highway women are a real thing. So How can you, you confirm? just they are stop your car and they Please. get in? Is this no. Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, he's got a honk. We drove yeah. from from Prague to Poland, and you see them all over the place. You just kind of just take a quick little that's sideway fuck. And how? Sideway? What was your Google review? Of this? <laughs> fucking sixty nine, six point nine stars out of six point nine. Amazing. <laughs> Terrible back massage, though. Wouldn't recommend yeah. <laughs> it for a back massage. Uh, <laughs> listen, I don't have a problem with Polish people, but I don't like their potato chips. Steve-O has a beef with the potato chips. This was probably the hardest I laughed in the whole episode because it's just utterly ridiculous. This is uh, Steve-O headbutting the seat of the car, which he has dumped the potato chips onto and just crushing them up. And I don't know why I laughed so hard at this, but I guess I just didn't know what he was about to do. And it just, I was just thinking, what the fuck, Steve-O? It was weird. It stressed me out. It stressed you out. Why did it stress you out? Okay. You're stuck in a car. It's already uncomfortable. Uh Uh-huh. And now sure. you have greasy, oily potato chips. Yeah. Just, you're yeah. never going to get them all out. You know, it's like crumbs in the bed. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, why would you make yourself suffer that much more? Dude, they literally don't. There's a scene in like one of the last scenes of this. Uh, I think it's when steve sleeping in the car and Pontius finally pours water on his head where steve gets up and there's still potato chip dust everywhere in the car. And this is like a thousand, two thousand miles away from where they were. Yeah. yeah. I just, to me, I'm like, don't do that to yourself. It already sucks. Yeah. Don't make yeah. it harder. So mission three here, boys, we're going Poland to Vil- Vilnius, Lithuania. Sorry if I mispronounced that at any of our Lithuanian listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently six hours behind the pack, by the way. So yeah, uh, they, you know, they're starting to realize that this is the real deal and you really just gotta just fucking drive and haul ass or you're going to get left behind. That's the way it is with this thing. Uh, Steve-O jumps over some cell phone businessmen on park benches while we make a stop. <laughs> <laughs> again wakes up long enough to, to just hurl his body over a barricade and then yeah 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 um oh speaking of like you know our listeners in lithuania boys <laughs> the other day just out of curiosity i checked how are we ranking around the world because there is a website i can't remember the name someone had mentioned it to Chartable? me it's 
Chartable. That's the one, Mikey. We are number 70 in Germany. So, uh, hey, fuck yeah, Germany. You know why, Jay? Tog and shit. Jay, I, I, I definitely credit you with that one. The poof There's a lot of shit. I don't know top. why. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really interesting. You should probably look into that more and we can talk about it another time instead of right now. Uh, <laughs> hey, 6 p.m. in Poland. It's a funeral procession. I love a good funeral procession. How about you guys? Oh, boy. Uh, this, would you guys move around the funeral procession? The whole thing is they're just they're already six hours behind and they have to wait behind the funeral procession. Would you nah, guys? For sure. Yeah, 100 percent. Not a chance. Fuck the dead. This yeah. is rude. It's of not going to know. Very rude of them to, <laughs> right? to force Getting people rid- to just stay behind the funeral procession. Like, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck the family. Sure. Fuck the, that guy. You know, it, the trick is if you if you're in the city and you're driving, there's a funeral procession like the cops let them go through red lights and shit. Mm. So you, you got to meander your way into it and mm. ride it as long as you can in that direction until they have to change and you get to get a free free pass throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that before. That's but a good hey. point. They make the pass. They're on the express way to hell, as they put it. And uh, now speaking, we've been speaking of Viva La Bam a little bit. We get kind of a Viva La Bam-esque driving in fast motion to heavy metal monta- montage here. We are getting closer and closer to Russia, but uh, we're only on day two. It's about 936 at the moment. And uh, they've made it to Eastern Poland. So now they do what, what they like to call, and I'm sure, Chris, you're going to want to, you're going to want to take some time on this one. You probably ate this right up. It's the naked Jaguar gymnastics. <laughs> what did you think of That's this? Can you please describe it? My favorite part it? of the whole thing. You know describe so this well. Olympic event to the, uh, to the audience, if you will, please. Well, you, you have the two boys in the back in their nice skimpy outfits and they're in the drag, the Jaguar, obviously. So they're doing what they call the Jaguar gymnastics. And I love how it starts off with like the hook. And he gets on his back. <laughs> and when they're trying to do these moves, the first one you could tell he knocks into the, the shifter of the car. And you could hear the car revving. Like It's like he didn't realize that he knocked it out of gear yes. and into neutral. Yeah. And they're like, what the hell is going on? It's just them just digging around in the back. It's it's the <laughs> digging around the back. Um, Pretty much, yeah. This, yeah, the, love it. The it's moments, the moments where you get them interacting together, Pontius and Stevo, like there are some of the best Pontius and Stevo moments. This is like peak Pontius and Stevo at some points. And I think, Chris, you you made this point earlier, and I never thought about it, but it's I think it's true. You have to put them in a very real situation where their ADD is just like on full effect. And what better way to do that than stick them in the back of a car and you're going to get shit like this? Like, <laughs> and maybe that makes more sense as to why Wild Boys is so good. They probably spend a lot of time traveling. And then finally, you, you, you're you winding them up, you're winding them up, and then you just set them out in the wild and they're just going to do mm, funny right. shit. And that's that's, so that's the vibe you have here. Yeah. And, and I, by I, the way, before before we move sure. on, Jay, I actually looked this up on Chartable. We're now uh, uh, 58 in in germany so hey all right germany Tagen or or danka dankeshe whatever they say yeah something like that sure chaisa chaisa and they say hey hitler <laughs> they say, all right <laughs> going back down the charts in germany going <laughs> or, back down or, the charts or who knows <laughs> <laughs> listen I got it. I got it on this gymnastics event, by the way, I do have to mention that I love the delivery, the tandem delivery before they proceed to flop all over each other there. There's like they're reading a script, but they're doing it together at the same time and trying not to crack up. And if you listen, if you're if you're watching us on YouTube, you'll get a little bit of that in the background. Yeah. So definitely hit hit up the YouTube if you want to you want to see what I'm talking about. It's pretty funny. Um, so they're at the Lithuanian border now. Uh, here's our passports. We're in. Basically, that was easy. Eight countries later, we're here in Lithuania, and they've already been on the road for 34 hours straight, and nobody has slept except for Sleepo, of course, there in the back. 
Uh, this is where we do have a chat with with Skinny, where Chris mentioned earlier, the filmmaker that we is a little elusive. We don't know who the guy is, um, but he's very tired. They're all at a big buffet for for context here, and. Um, I hear one of them say as they're chatting that the serious leg is coming up next. And I'm just thinking like, these guys are already battered and beaten and 100%. just done with this. And they haven't even gotten to the what they consider to be the serious leg yet. So uh, this consists of two border crossings, Lithuania into Latvia and then Latvia onto Russia. The, the border crossings are the things that surprise me the most about this. And it just speaks to like the the level of of how untouchable rich people feel on a global scale like this this is it you start off the gumball rally and you have people in tuxedos in masks and shirts and costumes cars with stickers and all the extravagance and it's like this is hunger games like this is hunger games got it right with all the pageantry and the makeup and shit like that and then you have at like the lithuanian border as they're coming in cars doing donuts in front of the border like, I don't know if you've ever crossed a border, but like a mile leading up to it, I'm saying to everyone in the car, don't say a fucking word, even though I'm just going through innocent as all hell. I'm like, no one says a word. They can probably hear us already. Don't don't say shit. You hand me your passports. I deal with this. These guys are like, yeah, I'll do a fucking cu- a couple donuts. And worst case scenario is some right. poor guy who's been tasked with. Uh, and I mean, poor, both economically and unfortunately. Uh, has been tasked with like guarding me from getting into the country is just going to have to deal with my money and my mouth for a little while. Like it's just the arrogance of it is almost off putting <laughs> that that theme is is based is is like a very prevalent theme in that in this movie I just watched, which is really good. I recommend it. The Triangle of Sadness. OK. And it and it plays off those social dynamics of like speaking of Hunger Games, how- Woody Harrelson is also in that movie. Is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he is. Wow. Interesting. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, and Mikey, I don't know if you knew this, but actually, I think you're mistaken because in Lithuania, they actually won't let you in unless you can do a donut. Oh, see, that, they was don't, the that was the test. They don't want any of these girly men coming into the country. It's a test. Fuck, that'd be a good. That's awesome. So uh, donuts are. are do you have are all Do you have anything up. to declare? Yeah, I'm kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what that guy's carrying. Just let him. Are you in. hungry? Because I got some. Donuts for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm t- what are you going to declare? A bunch of donuts. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just donut way through, the, right through the fucking checkpoint. Just keep yeah. going. Donuts all the way down the road. Uh, when you get there uh, to Russia, he says, though, there will be military assistance. So get ready for that. Uh, Jeff Tremaine, for the, like, I think this was one of his only, his very few camera appearances where he's wearing a pink scarf. So they show that off a little bit. We are about 463 miles to St. Petersburg, Russia. Let's fucking go, boys. Um, would you and- would you trust going through same first? First of all, the fact that they like you're glossing over it. They need a military and police escort in order oh, to get through yeah. Russia. That's wild. And this guy, Bill Scully, head of security, who's kind of like reading to them what's going to happen on this leg of the race. I think they're still on mission number three. Um, he's straight out of a fucking Guy Ritchie movie. Like, I would trust this guy with my life. Uh, and, yeah. and and it's funny, too, because they're like, they're like, guys, we're going to be uh, uh, we got a police escort bringing us there. Smash cut to a guy whose name is Shane. I don't know anything about this dude, but he's drinking and smoking at 9 a.m. right before. taking. <laughs> but don't worry, the police are going to look after you. Like, again, money is immunity in these guys. Oh, world. Yeah. It's fucking it's fucking wild. And if you yeah. look out on the crowd. Similar to the Hunger Games thing, you got like guys in tuxedos and standing side by side with like, <laughs> I'm going to describe someone and you're going to know exactly the type of person I'm describing. Like guys wearing those spider vests, you know, those sp- like puffy spite, like s- 
S-P-Y-D-E-R, those vests with like a white shirt and the Oakley sunglasses, like the, mm-hmm. the, the starter kit that you get when you make your first million dollars, the Illuminati just sends you this shit. <laughs> sure, and yeah. Care, <laughs> care package. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's fucking what a, what a, what a group of people. Like, how do you pinpoint what these people are? About? I would love just to like be in that for a little bit and just see like, I, I bet you if you spend that money, if you're a smart person, you invest the money to get into that gumball rally. You would become a hundred times richer 100%. just by getting into that circle 100%. and understanding these people if you know how to kind of you know maneuver around et cetera, just by making et contacts. So, yeah, exactly. Because all these people, like, there's like rich, there's like old money, like you were saying at the beginning, and then there's like this different genre of rich that might be new money, but they're adventurous. They want to do some crazy shit. It's about living life in these weird, extravagant ways and flaunting the fact that they really don't have the same rules as normal right, people. Right. And those are some fun people to to hang around i could only imagine yeah if, if you're one of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're if you're a, a truck driver and eight, of an 18 wheeler uh you don't want to hang out with them which we'll get to, into in a little oh, bit oh yeah yeah you bet uh I, I do gotta ask at this point though you know we're talking about all this military assistance uh you know mikey brought up the illuminati this is some serious shit guys <laughs> we're in some serious shit so i gotta ask at this point Where's all the parties they were promising at the right. open of the show? Because I don't think we've even seen one yet. We saw the buffet, but I wouldn't have called that a party. It's been pretty, it looks pretty stressful to be on this gumball rally thing yeah. so far. Um, I, I think the difference is, is if you do it the right way uh, and you just, you literally speed everywhere, you get tickets, you don't give a fuck about them. You keep driving and you shave off six hours less. Like we keep in mind the jackass crew, like a day ago, we're about six hours behind everyone that gives you the th- that's where the party happens. You arrive at these places like eight hours before the jackass crew were getting in because, mm-hmm. yeah, we're already at day three now. It's about 1215 in the afternoon um, and we're going to talk to a kid on the bike. His name is Sasha. Uh, oh I just love that. This is just- my favorite part of the whole fucking thing. Yeah, because like this is right where um, they, they're basically getting close to like uh latvia and they they don't want to you know let them in so there's a bit of a roadblock happening which we'll talk about more in a second but the kid on the bike he he steals the show here so they ask him what do you think of these wankers coming into your country he doesn't speak the language obviously he he doesn't know what they're saying and basically this just quickly turns into a translator coming over someone who speaks a language and they say hey kid it's dimitri's their guy dimitri do you want to kick this guy in the nuts the kid seems really conflicted but i think because he knows there's money in it he's willing to go for it and he does tremaine comes walking over in his pink scarf and like just on command this kid just boots him right in the nuts they give him the money form too fucking great fantastic it's the it's the it's the uh origin story of peter yawn current uh uh mma fighter like one of the (laughs) best at the 135 division like you can see the look like you guys i know i say this a lot but you have to you have to go back and watch this scene after we're done recording and the look on this kid's face he is a stone cold fucking killer when he when he kicks in the nuts the look on his face is like I am I'm all right, give me my I'm money. kicking in the nuts the 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 person who since grade school I've been to the evil American is entering my country and I get to kick the evil American right in the nuts and get paid to do it. Like he's a mercenary now and and he's killed several of us and and we need to look out for for young <laughs> Peter Yan. And at this point, if uh, that wasn't enough, the Latvian authorities, like I said, don't want to let the cars through. You know, Latvia is 
I, I don't know. It's not like we're stuck at the Russian border and we got the military involved yet, but you can tell tensions are high here. So, of course, we need someone to break down those tensions. And who better than Chris Pontius in his American yes. flag underwear? Yeah. We get a slow jam intro of Hulk Hogan's entrance music playing Great as song. he's parading around. And then you get those guitars coming in and it's just fucking WWE WrestleMania all over again. Chris, I know you had a lot of fun with this. Uh, tell me, what are your thoughts on the on Pontius in, in the, uh, you know, the American flag undies? I I just love this bit. In, in a time that's tense and there's nothing really going on, this is when Pontius shines. You know, it really almost made me get introspective about myself. It's like, I will never be as yeah. cool as Pontius in the sense of, like, when I'm in a stuck situation, I spaz the fuck out. I get very frustrated, very annoyed. And watching this, it just mm-hmm. really gives me something like an idea of like a hope that like I could learn to just accept it is what it is and make the best out of a bad situation. Like I'd be sitting there trying to yell at people. Who could I fuck with? Like True. just taking it out and making everybody else miserable around me. And you get a guy like Pontius who's like, well, we're stuck here for six and a half fucking hours. I might as well throw on my undies and ride around a scooter and fucking elbow drop the fucking <laughs> grass for no fucking reason. You yeah. know what I mean? I love You're, that whole that concept, is, yeah. you know? It's a great way to look at it because you always have been, you know, growing up together. You know, we would say things. You're, you're just like, no, let's go. Like, I'm not waiting in a line. Let's let's go fuck around and wait until the line's dead and then we'll come back and do it. And I'm like, no, but if we just wait in this line, we'll be through quicker. Like wh- you're going to be starting and you're, you're like, no, 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 I just and I think it's your ADD. Like you can't be pigeonholed into doing one thing that that you don't want to be doing. But you're right. In Pontius's mind, he's like, I'm going to be here no matter what. Six hours are going to go by whoever, who knows how long a, a, an untold amount of time is going to go by and I can either choose to be upset about it or find yeah. a way to make it enjoyable. And he, he finds a way to make it enjoyable. And it's, and thank God he does. Cause I agree. This is this between this and the nut kick. These elements are like my favorite parts of, of this, of this and, whole. Segment. And imagine like the thing that I love about it, it doesn't just affect him. It's everybody else around. You know how many people yeah. are frustrated. You get a bunch of these people, like these rich elite people that are not used to being in this situation. They think they could fucking bribe or talk their way out of any situation. And right now they can't like they, they yeah. said that, that towards the end, they were there for six and a half hours sitting at this fucking stop. So for him to be running around on the scooter, making everybody laugh, like that energy translates onto other people. And it just probably made everybody else's day a lot better at the same time. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. Like it's hard to ignore someone's happiness when you're trying to be mad. It's a lot easier yeah, to like get true. into that zone. And I just, it's something I know I actually got to work on for myself and seeing this is like a motivational thing for me because it's like, what the fuck can you do? You know? Yeah. Wow. Getting introspective. Yeah. I love Jay, this we're, bit. We're, we're going to throw a Jay's just going to be like, oh, boop, like boop, I like the elbow drop. I like the elbow drop. And that's kind of where I'm at too. Did you, apart from the, cause I know Jay, you're a huge wrestling fan. Uh, apart from the fact that he was, listening to Hulk Hogan's uh, intro music and doing elbow drops. Uh, where did this rank for you, this moment in the rest of, in comparison to the rest of the gumball rally? Well, poo poo pee pee, Mikey. Um, <laughs> Our German for German followers just went up. We're yeah, down to fucking uh, number fucking oh, 47. I now. just checked. Yeah, we're 47 now, Jay. Keep it up. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing something right. Uh, here's my thing. Going back to Chris, uh, you know, in your story about waiting in lines like Mikey, if you could either wait in a line or take your chance to wrestle Ruby Wax while wearing mm-hmm. a lucha mask, you know, give her a little torture rack, spin her around. Who is this lady, by the way? Do we know her? I, I don't know her. I had yeah, fun with this, a, though. she's a TV personality. 
Um, okay. She's like a comedian and actress. I looked her up. She's got a Wikipedia page. It looks like she's much more uh, popular in the UK, although she was born in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, uh, but but I don't think I don't think I would have known who she was apart from them telling us that yeah. she was a TV personality. Yeah, gotcha. And you know what I love is that when I don't know who someone is, I just say, who is this? And then Mikey does the work for me and looks up the person. <laughs> and then I find out on the podcast along with you. So it's. Just, you know, thank you, Mikey, for, uh, yeah, doing I don't think I don't think I've forgotten Jay, that like when, when it was mission one, and by the way, we're on mission four right now, which we skipped past it's Vilnius to, to Russia, St. Petersburg, 463 miles. Shit. Um, when, when, uh, when we got on mission one, you were like, you're like, I didn't get the name of the city. I'm like, you, you have rewind. What do you mean? You didn't get it. You're not watching it live. <laughs> and you're like, Mike, Mike, you'll, Mike, you'll do it. And you know what? I'm, I'm a, such a, such a cuck. I probably will. Mm-hmm. And I'll enjoy it while I do it. For the record, I am watching these live. Um, yeah, there's a, live performances. People are re, re reenacting them for you. Yeah, no, it's a, there's a website you go to. It's just full of pornography ads, like mm. pop-ups, malware, spyware. It, it takes a good 10, 15 minutes, but there's a guy somewhere in, uh, actually Helsinki, Finland, who's just, mm. you know, just passion project round the clock, you know, jackass gumball rally on, uh, on repeat 24 seven. Just so, replays uh, it. And he's, he's doing the reel to reel as well, where it's like when one reel ends, he has to like connect yeah. it, like the people at the back of the movie theater, of course. And yeah. I'm sure that there's no, you know, government official now watching what I do on my computer and what no. I say and. I'm sure that it's totally fine. You know, um, what do you guys think happens when you click on the, this MILF wants to sleep with you ads that you see on every website? What do you think? What happens? happens? You sleep with a hot MILF and then you tell your friends about it. You know what is, is like, like realistically, what, what is their game plan? You click on it. Is it just to put a virus on your computer? I don't, I've never clicked on it. Yeah, what happens? Someone's got to be clicking on it because they put these ads everywhere. out everywhere. You know which one's pissed me the uh, most yeah. off the most? What's you know, that? You're fucking ones? sitting there, you know, you're a little lonely, hence why you're on the fucking porn site in the first place. And uh-huh. you click on, you find the perfect video, you know, you take that good amount of time to find exactly what your little niche is for the day, and then the fucking ad starts. Sitting, are you jerking off at home like a loser? <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> call me you, a loser. This is just... I'm on your fucking site. You don't have to give me shamey for that shit. Like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck, man? My free Fuck time. Fuck you. And it's the thing like is, I don't even have me. enough, uh, like willpower to, to like spite them out. I'm like, yeah, I am. But like, yeah, fucking, that's what I'm here for. Well, you don't have to remind me every single goddamn day. <laughs> it's it's like you go to McDonald's, you order your Big Mac, you sit down, and the manager comes and it's like, hey, fatty, yeah. you're gonna eat all those fries? And you're like, yeah, I'm gonna eat all these fries. Well, you here. gave them to I me. Didn't come here to not. <laughs> <laughs> and then the manager's like by yeah. the way this grandma wants to sleep with you and you're like this mcdonald's is i'm leaving some crazy google reviews for this thing in a second i want her a five star what uh, definitely a five star yeah. don't get a yeah. massage there i gotta stop going back to that one that's terrible <laughs> what i would love is if the manager after calling you a fatty just he before he like takes one step away then he quick turns winks at you and goes hey thanks for choosing mcdonald's <laughs> you're yeah. welcome uh, day three, three twenty-five p.m. The passports have been seized. No one can now exit this predicament. Latvia is being a real dick. Uh, the border is closed, and Tim Powers is there. He's, He's basically a wild saying, man, Tim Powers. He's a Tim fucking Powers. wild dude. That last Who is he? Name. I tried googling him too. I couldn't find anything. Like, there's a Tim uh, Powers from America, but I couldn't find. Hey, Mikey, do we know who this is? This Tim Powers guy. Uh, do we know? 
Do we know? If you haven't looked it up, I spent a lot of time trying to find it. No, no, no. It was it was hard for me to find much on on him at all. Okay, Um, um, it's kind of a generic like Tim Powers. I mean, you know, nail it. Yeah, it would be impossible to find. Serious. I think that's a fake name. I think it's probably a fake name. But here's here's okay, guys. We got to talk about what happened. Yeah, Mike. you, You think I'm joking? Tim Powers. Tell me, based on memory, what he's wearing. Oh shit! Okay, uh, at this okay. point, I don't know, man. I can't. Sure, remember. yeah. In this scene, in this scene, it was more of like a tracksuit type thing. Nope. No. Is he wearing a scarf? Like nope. a nice scarf? No. It's a spider vest oh, and shit. Oakley sunglasses. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Holy shit! I should have. That's like way too much. <laughs> and Aspen so far away. I know, right? What's he doing? <laughs> Wow. Well, he's the guy. He's the Illuminati. They're here. Mikey was right. Uh, so the border's closed. Tim Powers is kind of what what the fuck broing all over the place. But basically what's going on here is they're trying to get through. Uh, there's a guy in an 18-wheeler, right? So he's found out that someone has his keys and he's pissed. Because the guy in the 18-wheeler, from my understanding, he's the one causing the problem here, right? And they've taken the keys as a bit of a protest to be like, is this? No, did I get this wrong, correctly? Jay. I was a little no. lost here. Okay. What, what basically Someone happened is somehow Tim Powers got... So the guy in the 18-wheeler was trying to come into Latvia. Right. And he was on the other side, and they're trying to get out of Latvia, or vice versa. But what they basically ended up doing is, because he's blocking all the lanes, they stole the keys to his fucking vehicle and being like, hey, right. let us through, otherwise nobody could come or go out of this side. Which is a bold fucking move. That's a fucking, oh, that's totally. a fucking big move. dick energy move. You're at a border crossing and you're like holding a fucking truck ransom so you guys can get yeah. out. Yeah. Ooh. Also, like, I think here's the thing the the, th- the theme of this episode or of this of this special is uh, money is immunity. That is that is the theme. And these people know it and they believe it. And Tim knows it and Tim believes it. But when, you know, Chris's Chris's people, when when the the the, the quote unquote people comes out looking for the keys to his big rig truck. He is massive. This is a scary dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to fuck with this guy. And he comes around kind of like pushing his way through the crowd. You can tell people involved in the gumball rally are pissed off at Tim. Like, give him his fucking keys back. You're, we're all going to get arrested if you don't do this. One of the people in the gumball rally shoves Tim. Um, and then the, the the truck driver walks up to Tim and it turns out Tim is bigger than the truck driver. Mm-hmm. Tim is untouchable. This guy is a fucking, I don't know what his deal is. He's got the power. Uh, yeah. Eventually, though, after some, you know, uh, friendly man-to-man discussion, he does get the keys back and they decide to clear that. Yeah, it fucking worked. That's the amazing yeah. part. You're totally right. Like, the dude's backs down. Everybody gets through. It's fine, right? Here's the thing. This next part is important. It's day three. The timestamps matter here. 6.19 p.m. A border blockade worked. Give the keys back. Let's go home for fuck's sake. 6.47 p.m. Enter Latvia. 6.48 p.m. Pulling over in Latvia. We're waiting for Dimitri to show up. Exactly. And uh, here, the, this is something that I chuckled at as well. Clearly, it's it doesn't say fuck asparagus on the back of this car from Latvia, but it looks kind of like it does. Falk asparagus. Um, and they're, they're asking each other, what do you think that means? Why do they hate asparagus so much? I just got a kick out of that. You know, let's the make one, fun of the, you see the one in front language. of them that says fuck broccoli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this bit was here. good and it would suck after having to wait that long mm. for Dimitri to just like 
not be able to make it through. I, I'm sure it's not his fault. Like, I'm sure he's just kind of like waiting around. But yeah, yeah. I imagine having to wait again right after getting past there. We finally just got the fuck out of there. Yeah. Uh, yes. Gang's all here, though. We get going into Latvia where there have been reports of cars getting hijacked right mm-hmm. off the road. Sweet. So this is officially getting sketchy now. Um, I love that Steve-O, you know, to lighten the mood, says... At least the chicks in Latvia are all pretty much hot, though. <laughs> like, you know, he, his mind's <laughs> elsewhere. He doesn't give a fuck about the carjackings. But um, I, I want to just say here, because I think this would be a good place for us to maybe take a break. You know, it's funny when we started the show, I said there's almost no content here. Somehow, through podcast magic, because we're just, you know, the professionals we are, we've been able to stretch this motherfucker out um, as long as we have. So I think this has got to be a two-parter, but I do want to say when we come back next week, what's going to happen? Will they get carjacked in Latvia? We're starting off with Latvian gangsters. Yeah, dude. You want to talk about a cliffhanger? We're about to get into the Latvian gangsters. Yeah, I, I, uh, (laughs) I, do you know much about Latvian gangsters, Chris? Well, I know a lot about Latvia randomly because my high school, even though, my the private school that I ended up having to go to when I got kicked out of my other school. Um, they as much as you're paying money, they actually didn't have a big enough place. So we had to take classes at this place called the Latvian Center. So like there was this whole like Latvian community center and we had classes there for some reason. So really? I it got fascinated with Latvia and I did a little deep dive on Latvian gangsters. Interesting. Well I can't wow. wait to hear a little bit more of that, uh, because I don't know anything about Latvian gangsters. Um uh, uh, I hope they know nothing about me. I don't want to be on their radar. You don't but if I could learn no, a don't. little a little couple things, I'd I'd like to. I'd also love to learn, guys, if we're gonna if we're gonna cut it off here, who your MVPs and LVPs are for this leg of the uh, of the trip. I think the MVP is an obvious like I normally yeah, I'm trying to like get more creative and do certain things, but sometimes you just got to give credit where credit's due. Pontius is the one that's keeping the show afloat. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to relitigate that. I also don't want to get creative with it. Um, uh, Pontius is definitely the LVP of this of this leg. Um, LVP, you agree with that? MVP. MVP. Sorry, MVP of okay, this leg. Let's make sure. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, he he stole the show. He kept the mood light when it needed to be light, and uh, thank God for Pontius. We're glad he's here on the road trip. Uh, wouldn't want to have anyone else in that backseat. Yeah. Uh, what about LVPs, Chris? You have any? Yeah, I, I'd probably say that my LVP, just because I fucking hated him, was that guy who was talking about the Jaguar at the beginning of the situation. <laughs> like, he just, his, okay. his fucking yeah, yeah. nose up in the air, tone yeah. of voice, is like exactly what people depict when they're talking about a pompous English person. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Fuck that guy. He's the LVP. It's a good one. Jay, any any ideas there? Uh, there's not a clear, like, standout for me this time. This episode is just kind of going by in a bit of a blur. Um, you know, God, I can't even really think of one. Give me, like, an extra minute if you're ready to go, Mike, and come I back do. to I do. I can't believe it took this do. long to get the LVP, the clear LVP of this okay. leg of the race is Johnny Knoxville's handlebar mustache. Oh, shit, like, there is right. nothing else even comparable. <laughs> that is, is terrible. Uh, that thing should have been seized at the border crossing. Maybe that's why they couldn't get across. I don't know. Uh, LVP is Johnny Knoxville's that's a good one. ugly ass goatee. Look, I don't know who the true LVP is, but I think, like, the that other than Mikey's choice, which is a fantastic choice, of course, I'm gonna say the uh, the poor dog that picked up whatever diseases Chris Pontius was carrying when he drank out of the dog bowl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, that parasite got to travel around the world, so it's not much of a loser. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a once in a lifetime opportunity. And hey, speaking of once in a lifetime opportunities, 
Come and chat with us at JackassedPod yeah. on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or email us jackasspod at gmail.com and let us know what you think of the gumball rally. Having fun with it? I, I, oh, I'm having a blast over here. Come on. I, 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 you know, I'm, yeah. I'm liking it. I think there's some room for mm. improvement, but but uh, it took a while for them to get their, their sea legs. But I think yeah. that that little bit that we ended off with was actually pretty enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And when we come back next week, will the boys get carjacked? Will that Jaguar belong to the Latvian mafia as of next episode? I'm excited to find out. Chris, is there a Latvian mafia or is this a, is this correct uh, to say? Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's 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 definitely organized crime. It's kind of like okay. Armenia as well. You know, they they definitely have some kind of form of hierarchy. So yes, I'd say a mafia. I don't know if you'd call it mafia. I think that's more of like a classic Italian term. But they're Latvian gangsters. Next week, well, let's find we'll out find next out. week. What we'll find the out fuck next week indeed. Uh, but I do want to say I've mm-hmm. I've been looking this up because it was hard to find Falk. Apsargs is not fuck asparagus. It's fuck security or like like authority, like security guards. Oh shit! Uh, there we go. Yeah, drive it to the me border. Fucking in that forever car. to figure that out. Who yeah. was fucking driving that car? Easy E. Fucking Doctor Dre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what a weird thing to take it down to. Not fuck the police. Fuck security guards. <laughs> well, in the meantime, we'll be dildoing our way to part two dildoing the way all the way to part two of gumball rally uh god bless america bye i'm jason wellwood bye i'm chris aaronworth bye i'm mikey aaronworth and falk apsarks yeah that too Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!